Yazare, Yawizo. And welcome to another episode of Africa's Untold Stories. Yeah. Um, episode number, I have given up on tracking the episode numbers. Make so that we. I think this one right. is 11. Make that we have given <laughs> up on tracking the episode numbers. Right, right. Um, yes, yeah, so. Uh, Ofori is leading this episode, so mm-hmm. Seiram, um taking the back seats. All the best. Okay, so today we are going to be looking at an epic from South Africa, specifically from the, and I hope I do not get this wrong, I spent like minutes watching the video on how to pronounce it, but here we go. From the Osa people. Ha! I bet I killed that. <laughs> I bet I butchered that. <laughs> so i'm not pronouncing oh, that boy. again i'm not pronouncing <coughs> that again so i'm sorry to all the people who are from there or who are of that group very sorry but then yes and the main character of our story today is called another name i'm going to probably not get right Hlakanyanya. whoa 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 please yeah. spell it Hlakanyana. H L E K A N Y A N A Hlakanyana H L A K A N Y A N A Oh okay okay I see I see M E N N like N E yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Okay so Hlakanyana of <coughs> that group in South Africa let's go right <laughs> But Brian, do you have any? <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you know anything about them? I mean, I don't imagine you would attempt mentioning the name, but do you know anything about them? Like little fun. Yeah. Facts. Um. So uh, the group that he's mentioning, <laughs> the ethnic group, is. Um, <laughs> It's it's spelled um, X H O A, um, in case you weren't getting that from his pronunciation. Um, yeah, Osa. The, Osa. Osa. yeah. I'm I'm not going to try that. Osa. I don't know. Let me just stop before I offend the community further. Just go <laughs> anyway, um, yes, uh, they are one of the major ethnic groups in South Africa. And they also have a minority in um, Zimbabwe. They are a Bantu-speaking people, uh, part of the Nguni group, of which the more popular Zulu uh, are part of. Oh, and um, the uh, South African slash... The South African hyphen, I think, Swiss hyphen, American... Um, what do you call him? Comedian Trevor Noah. He's oh. part. Yes, his mom. His mom, I believe. Trevor. <clears throat> I see. Oh, I see, and I see. also, yeah. Also, the language in um, the Black Panther movie, mm-hmm. the language that the the people of Wakanda were speaking was actually just um, basically this language. These the language of these people, like they they. They basically ripped off from this one to do it. Wow. Because, yeah. Huh. And the script, and the script in the Black Panther movie is actually, um, 
it was based on a West African um, ideograph called um, Insibidi from modern day Cameroon, Nigeria side of things. Oh. But yeah, so yeah, that's also another interesting thing. Hmm. Anyway, yes, um, Ofori, carry on. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying, I was just thinking, I didn't hear them make any clicking sounds in the in the movie. Oh, they did. They did. They did. There's they did. there's one yeah there's one particular part that I think I remember um, when he was arguing with his father in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I remember. I I do remember distinctly. What? There was there was a scene where they did something like that. Yeah, yeah. So wow. that, that language was actually yeah. I see. It was actually based on an actual African language. <sighs> okay. Good. Anyway, yes. So, let's proceed. Okay, let's proceed. So, this story is going to take the... It's going to sound familiar if you've heard the episode from um, the Epic of Mwendo or about all basically all the other epics we've covered of children being born and doing crazy, amazing things right from the beginning. Except this guy's story is not like the typical hero story all right so let's take it from the top this story starts in a village where one of the king's wife um, one of the chief's wives is supposedly the only woman who has not given birth in the entire village right but then oh boy i can already see the kid coming out with all sorts of <laughs> abilities <laughs> You wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> you are not wrong in mm-hmm. that regard. Yes. So, um, one day, the chief and a couple men in the village decide to um, kill particular, you know, oxen. Like they, they decide to kill oxen and roast them. And then the chief's wife, apparently sitting down, hears a voice call out to her saying, Bear me, mother. And then at first she thought, okay, she probably just imagined that because that doesn't make sense. But then once again, she heard the voice call out. It's like, bear me mother so that I may eat some of the meat. And then, I mean, clearly this woman is confused. What? Yeah. Like the kid. I mean, I'm confused and I'm just listening to the story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It gets freaky. Just so you know, but that basically the 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 kid pesters his mom until his mom gives birth to him, and when he is born. Um, Wait, hold on, hold on. Um, you you said that the the wife of the chief couldn't give birth, right? Yeah, the, the one of the wives, and she's the sole person. Yeah, one of the wives of the chief couldn't be, yes. give birth. Yes. Yeah. And she's sitting there watching them roast ox meat and all of a sudden she hears a voice saying, bear me, mother. Yes. Exactly. So that means she had, she didn't have a a pregnancy belly, nothing. She was just sitting there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, bear me, mother, bear me, mother. And then she goes ahead and gives birth. Yes. Gives birth to a, a, a little boy who strangely has the face of a man. It gets freaky, Brian. It oh, gets buddy. very freaky. This, 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 before this story, it's a night. Are you sure it's not like a nightmare? <laughs> Starting with the voices in the head, 
asking uh, you to give birth. Uh-huh. Well, are you sure this isn't like a horror a horror or something? Well, you wouldn't be wrong in that regard either. Let's I don't know. How dark do you want it to get? Like there are very dark aspects of it that I was planning to keep out, but how dark do you want it to get? Nah, we we want we want all of it, all of it, all of it. Don't keep anything are out. You sh- okay. Okay. Well, if if there's something, if there's something that um for certain reasons we can't post, uh, we'll edit it out. Don't worry. <laughs> Okay, well, I warned you. Let's let's go on. So the mm-hmm. mother bears the son who um, has the face of a man, right? And then, so this kid comes out and it's like, 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 mother, give me a piece of cloth. And then he wraps it around himself. Strangely, like everybody is shocked. Like everybody's frozen in shock, right? Because there's this kid that was born with the face of a man who is speaking and standing on on his feet like i would have been more shocked but then i've read you know other epics in the past so yeah I was, uh, yeah seems, yeah yeah exactly it seems exactly it seems at this point normal, that's a normal so one <laughs> yes like i would have been shocked if he couldn't do anything like that would have shocked me but like if right it was now, a normal baby out. then there will be those would be the red flags if he was a normal kid yeah exactly so he's out. He go. He goes out um, from where his mom is to where the men are killing the oxen, and then he goes straight to his father, the chief. Somehow I don't know how he knew that was his father, but he goes straight to his father, the chief, and he's like, like, like father, give me a piece of meat. And then, like, I mean, you can imagine the chief like super confused. Like he turns, sees this like strange Benjamin Button looking kid standing there <laughs> calling him father it's like who is what is that and why is he calling me father so he mm-hmm. like shoes the kid but then he comes back and then like he almost beats the kid <laughs> like the story gets dark i told you i was like he almost beats the kid but then the men advise him that i mean to stop it from pestering them like to stop it from pestering them he should just give it a piece of meat and let it go Right, because I mean, obviously, he still doesn't believe that's a son. Yeah, yeah. And so he gives the, he, so he gives Lakanyana a piece of meat. He takes it to his mom, asks his mom to prepare it for him, and then he comes back for more. And this time, like the father beats the kid, like beat him to the point where they were afraid he had he had actually died. But then he wake he wakes up and then he comes back. He's like, yeah, yeah, I still want that piece of meat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, since since nothing worked, they just they just gave him another piece of meat, right? And yeah. then when they were done when they were done cutting up the oxen, right? It was time for them to divide it. But then um and then this is where it got strange. He offered to carry the oxen for the men. And it sounded weird to them because even they couldn't carry it. It was really heavy. Like, I mean, you've seen what a full-grown cow yeah. looks like. It, it's not it's not something you can carry on your own. Yeah. And then he offers to carry it. And then he actually does carry it. So, I mean, the the people are astonished. But then they accept his offer. I was like, okay, fine. Take take the meat to our houses. Um <laughs> Okay, I think this is this is like the perfect time for me to mention that he is regarded as a trickster in the stories. 
like a very terrible kind it's like imagine um what's that guy's name robin hood but then robin hood was like a massive you know oh i can't say that word like a jerk <laughs> let's say robin hood was a jerk yeah yes like a massive jerk good that is the word yes so um instead of taking the meat to the houses of the men he takes it to his mother's hut and then takes blood from the meat and goes to sprinkle it on mats on the floors of their houses creating the impression that he dropped the meat off but then you know someone else picked the meat up or something so the men get home yes so the men get home and then they're like ah where's all the meat so like i mean obviously they come for him first because their first thought is ah probably the guy screwed us over Mm. but then he was prepared for them so when they got there he was like well i mean you can see that i dropped the meat over there maybe dogs came to eat it or something and so this is where it gets at the men beat up their wives for you know allowing dogs to come eat the men beat up their wives (sighs) for allowing dogs to come and eat because apparently their wives were not vigilant enough yes their meat Mm -hmm. and the painful thing is like this is just this is like a few hours after he was born yeah So, the recurring theme of his life in the village is him swindling people out of their food. And especially if it's meat. So, there's another instance where the men were cooking again, right? And this story is pretty strange because there's always the men, you know, handling the meat. Like, the food, the cooking of the Mm -hmm. meat. Like, I don't know, I found that odd. But then, yes, another instance, the men were cooking um, an ox head and he really wanted that. They were making a stew with it. And he was he like, he thought to himself, man, I really want that. So he, um, wait, hold on. If we've not established his power set, he's like, we already know he's stupidly strong. But we're going to see another thing being revealed here. So he, he takes all the ox, the oxen in the village and goes to tie them up in a forest somewhere and then you know just dirties himself up a bit takes a piece of stone and cuts his chest and draws like a little bit of blood and then he comes back to the village and um, to the village and he's like why are you guys here making food when the enemy has stolen all our oxen and then they're like like wait what what just happened it's like yeah i was fighting them can't you see the blood and and the dirt on me so like all the men get up, pick up their spears, and then run after the oxen, the 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 you know the enemies that apparently stole yeah. their oxen. But then the thing is that he po- he pointed them in the wrong direction. He pointed them in the wrong direction, ate all the food, replaced it with dung for some reason, and then went to bring the oxen back. So. At the time, the men were coming back from like the wrong direction that he gave them. He was also coming back with the oxen. And he's like, oh, he saw the guys circle around and then he went back to, you know, fight. And then this time he was victorious. So he's brought the oxen back. It's time to celebrate. Let's eat. And then they get there and they're like, the food is gone. Like, what's that strange thing in there? He's like, what the hell is that? Right. But then the the 
problem with this case is that there were a bunch of kids in the village that were obviously didn't like him because of how he acts. So they snitched on him. They were like, oh yeah, they saw they saw him eat the food. And so the men <laughs> the men tried to chase him, but then he outruns them, turns himself into an old lady near the bank of a river. And then when they get there, they're like, the men ask the old lady that they see over there, that's, oh, did they see a kid with like a man's face? Did she see a kid with a man's face come by this way? And then the old lady responds, yes, yes, he, he crossed the river and then ran off to the other side. And so they pursue the they pursue him according to the woman's um, direction. And then he turns back into himself and runs away to another place. Right. So the problem with the problem with his character, and if you if you've already not guessed, is that when they tell his stories, they're telling it in the this is what you should not do, or these are the kind of people you should be afraid of sense. Oh, okay. Right. He's more like or a less warning like he's, for kids. He's the, he's the villain of most stories. Yes, exactly. So like if you if you look at other trickster figures like the the legba or Nancy, or even the Br'er Rabbit that has been like all those stories that are told <laughs> around. At least in in some of the in a lot of the instances, like they play tricks on people, but then they are caught, and you know there's a, like a good outcome out of it. But in his case, most of the time he's successful. Yeah. And I I wait. You said you wanted a you wanted a dark version, right? Yeah, sure. The so the, the whole the whole his, thing, yeah, his, his whole story. <clears throat> Okay, so um, after he escapes mm-hmm. the men, right, he runs. He he goes to he goes to another village where he sees an old lady sitting there in front of a house, and then he decides to play a trick on her too. And Brian, this this one is like probably the darkest of them all, so you should be be, be careful. So he decides he he goes to the old woman and he's like, "I am very thirsty. Can you get me like a drink of water?" And the woman is like, oh, she's she's old. I mean, she's 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 old. She can't walk all the way to the river because the river is very far. And then he's like, oh, if you give me the water, I'll teach you how to remain young, like how to renew your youth, basically. And so this this old woman decides to go to the river bank, fetch the water, and come back. And then when she gets back, he he tells her to put the pour the water in the big pot that you usually cook in and then he sat in the pot and then when the water was getting too hot he was like oh like okay now take me out it's getting too hot for me and then the woman takes him out the old lady takes him out and then he's like yeah so this is one of the things i do to keep myself young and the problem with the problem with as in the reason the woman believed him is that like i said he's like a, a small kid with like the face of a man yeah so to the woman it seems like yeah he has like a, a trick that he uses to keep himself mm. young even though his face yeah, is like obviously yeah. that of a man yeah so he, he tells the woman to do the same he tells the woman to climb into the pot and then he lights a fire and it, just like the woman did for him but then <laughs> when the woman says oh okay it's getting too hot for me i think i should step out the guy is like oh no 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 if you step out too quickly it won't work so stay in there and he literally boils the old woman like he boils her to what? death brian to death yes 
he boils the old woman and i already mentioned that he can change his form right so he boils the old woman changes his form to take her place and then while he's cooking the old woman her sons come back from wherever they went maybe hunting maybe farming i don't know but then her sons come back and then he proceeds to serve them food like don't tell me is the, the old woman that he's serving to them Yes, that that's exactly what I've seen. He serves, he serves them their them mother to <laughs> the eat. The old woman. Yes. And the, the freakiest part is that he hadn't fully cooked hair well. Like, there were some parts of hair, like some toes and digits that while they were eating, they saw and they were like, huh, this toe looks like our mother's toe. And then, like, so it gets, like, they get freaked out and then they go and confront their mother like what's like who why like what the hell was happening because obviously the, i do like something seems off and then he plays this whole emotional card like how can you accuse your mother of doing such you know a heinous thing and then so they sort of dropped their guard but like they're still confused because the two they saw obviously was their mother's mm, like the the, yeah. the the body parts they saw in this in the stew obviously was their mother's so while they were confused he like took that opportunity to slip away and like run like i was like this part of the story brian i did not understand but i'm, like, I'm lost too. there seemed to be no motive so the guy just he just gets up and decides <laughs> to be, to be no evil motive. for evil sake for evil sake i mean up until this point, it looked like he would do it for food. But then with this one, it looked like he just wanted to do it. It was, it was really weird, Brian. It was, it was really freaky. But then, you know, you mentioned the the uh, the group of people from whom this. Story <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> you mentioned they have like a, they are like a, they are linked to the Bantu. Yeah, the they, Bantu they are they are they are right? one of the Bantu speaking people yeah 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 so um the the thing about his story is that it's it's actually quite similar to other trickster stories in the sense that i mean you could get away with it as often as you can but then in the end you know karma always comes yeah back but so far the stories you've not mentioned karma hasn't come back to bite him yes 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 well if you've if you've waited this long for that i guess I mean, we have like one more story before he goes home and then karma bites him in the butt. Like, okay. Very badly. So when he escapes the people, he's going back towards his village, right? And then he meets a kid by the river. And then he's the kid is cooking. <clears throat> he conv- the kid is looking after a bunch of sheep or goods. And then he convinces the kid to go hunt birds with him. So they hunt the beds, they catch up, they catch some, and then they're about mm. to cook it. Like, they actually cook it. And then he, he tells the kid, ooh, let's play a little game. Let's see who can hold their breath in the river the longest. Mm-hmm. And then and so the two of them go into the river. <clears throat> the two of them go into the river. When they went in, he came out first. And then, so the first one, he, came, he comes out and he's like, oh, crap, I lost. Let's try again. And then he goes down again with the kid. And then this time he comes out quickly to eat the food. Like to eat the entire like bed thing that they just made. 
and then goes quickly back into the river. Yeah. And then this time he stays long, he stays really long, so the kid comes out. And I don't know how the kid did not see him step out the first time, but then the kid comes out and then he steps out as well. It's like, oh, this time you lost. Okay, fine. Let's call it even. Now let's go and eat. Uh, wait, wait. Hold on, right. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So the first two times he came out, he came out first. Mm-hmm. The first, yes, the first time he came out in an obvious manner so that he would lose to the kid. The second time, he sneaks out of the river. I don't know how, but then, I mean, he can shape shift and he is too strong. I, mm-hmm. he can, he's, he's obviously too smart. I don't know. He probably mm-hmm. found a way to do it. But he snuck out of the river, ate the food, snuck back in, and stayed longer than the kid. Oh, I mean, okay. Technically, he stays shorter than the kid. This yeah, time, since he's yeah, out yeah. This whole time, yes. So the kid comes... <laughs> The kid comes out and then he pops his head out after that. It's like, oh, so you lost this time. So it's like a draw. One for me, one for you. But like, yeah, we're tired. Let's go and get some food. And then when they step out, the food is gone. And then the kid is like, well, what happened to the food? And then, you know, like Anyana is like, well, you came out before me. So you are probably the one who ate it. Like, why did you eat the food? Well, thankfully, this one, no one got killed. He only took the rod that the kid has been using to guide the goats as, you know, penance for the kid's sin of eating the meal, which he ate. Yeah. But yeah. accused the kid of doing. <laughs> right? So, so far, karma hasn't caught up with him yet. But then, finally, on his way back home, he meets a tortoise that is like, treading its path, minding its business, going along the way. And he was, he's, he wonders to himself, like, hmm, I wonder what tortoise tastes like. He offers, he, 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 he approaches the tortoise and he's like, you must be tired. Do you want, like, do you want me to give you, like, a piggyback ride to wherever you're going? And the tortoise goes, nah, I'm cool. Like, I can, I could go on my own. But he's like, oh, nah, I insist. And the tortoise is like, no, 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 really, I'm okay. But then, well, obviously that does not go well with his motive. So he picks the tortoise up by force and then carries the tortoise home. Mm-hmm. Right. Then he, so when he gets ho- when he gets home to his mom, he's like, oh, I bought I brought some some new meat for us to try. So take it off my back and then prepare it and let's eat. But then because of. I mean, because the whole situation was fishy from the beginning, the tortoise was very wary about mm. the whole thing. So when the mother tried to take the tortoise off of him, it, it wasn't coming off. Like the tortoise was like clinging really hard yeah, um, onto his back. So his mom has this weirdly genius, stupid idea to boil some fat, like basically oil, to boil oil hot oil and then pour it on the tortoise to get it to loosen its grip mm. but then just just when she was about to pour it down on the tortoise the Got tortoise up. like losing this grip and jumped off so yes so in the end the hot oil poured on Lakanyana, and lo and behold he dies oh he dies so eventually he actually dies <laughs> he actually dies <laughs> yes he dies right yes See, you know, when I read that part of the story, I was like, I hated Joffrey from, you know, um, <laughs> Game of Thrones. What's that series called? Game of Thrones. 
But like this kid just one upped him for me. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Like he, mm. he bought a freaking innocent old lady. But then yes, thankfully he met his death at the hand of his own mother. You know, thanks to a clever little tortoise. Yeah, I doubt she would be crying about that. Nope. Not at all. So, you know, the the funniest part is that the tool he used to trick everybody up, like, I mean, his whole cunning and smarts that he used to get everybody up until this point was what, you know, ended up causing his mm. own grim fate. Yeah. And I am all for that. But yeah, that brings us to the end of La Cañana's deal. La Cañana. Obviously, like Anansi, there's like a, a whole collection of stories built yeah. around him, right? But then yeah. these are the main ones, like the ones that led from his birth to his death. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> so, so what's, what's the lesson in this story? Um, a lesson on evil deeds. Yes. And how they eventually catch up to you. But like, yes, the main lesson is evil deeds. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. The, but the one interesting thing is that the uh, I don't know I get I get that um that he's this his story is told to kids so they don't repeat um they don't try to you know be evil and outsmart everyone and that kind of stuff oh yeah and also to be wary of such people okay so the the stories the, the lesson is two parts for them to be wary of such people as well that's why they tell them yeah mm-hmm. right right. It's 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 um it's quite similar to um, Anansi's own too because he was also told well one of the reasons he was told to kids was so that they don't emulate his um what do you call it evil deeds sort yeah, of um exactly yeah but Anansi has got nothing on this guy this guy is straight up evil Anansi rarely actually killed his people like he outsmarts yes. them and leaves them to suffer or leaves them in something like, bro this guy this guy is but something else straight up. <laughs> Boiling people like this guy. Yeah, this guy's like this an guy evil like... spirit. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, because yeah. it, it actually, honestly, you know, it's very sad that um, Africans or let me say many or Af- well, really, no African uh, what do you call it movie um, industries as big or a quarter as big as the likes of um china or korea and usa because this would make for mm-hmm. a very excellent horror story <laughs> like I honestly do, right? <laughs> it'd be on point it would be so epic it would be on point yeah. it'd be on point a kid with a grown-ass man's face convincing people but boiling ladies and feeding them to their children to their children one thing about um that's a trend with not necessarily all, but some African tricksters is that unlike in um, many European stories where the, the 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 good guy or the bad guy always loses out in the end, it's not the same for mm-hmm. a lot of African stories. Because at the end of the yeah. day, for the lesson to be got at the end of the day, the the good the bad guy doesn't have to lose. Like all the stories. Yeah. You tell about Klakanyanga um, uh, so far. Um, it's only one that he loses, but there's a plethora of stories in there yes. where he wins, where he gets away with doing all those evil things. So yeah, yeah I, I guess it's it's, it's, it's it's a sort of warning something, you know. So I, I get that. I get I get where the warning part comes in as well. 
Yeah, and I think it's more realistic. It's closer to real life than, you know, the bad guy losing all the time. All the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when the bad guy loses, he loses really bad, at least. Yep. Yes, um, yes, we have another special guest uh, for our next episode. Um, It's going to be different. Uh, Well, not different. We've done that before, I guess. (laughs) Um, But yeah, next time we are having a... (laughs) We have a special guest, um, and this time we'd be going to North Africa. I can say that this time, yes, North Africa. Okay, so um, yeah, <clears throat> one um, something that I've actually been meaning to bring up in this episode, but I keep forgetting is well, I'm a well, I'm not a professional writer. I'm an amateur writer. I don't get paid to write, so <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a very short collection. I think so far it's about seven or eight stories. Um, short stories, short stories, all, all um, short stories. And some of them or more of them actually are inspired by uh, either African settings or African names. So I will leave the link in that in the, uh, what do you call it, the, the, uh, this episode's description. So you can click on it and check them out if you're interested. The stories are short. Um, most of them are very short. It's only one that uh, is a bit longer than the rest but most of them are like a paragraph long or something so anyway um you will regret it i guess that's it for today's episode of africa's untold stories uh remember to follow us on instagram at africa's untold stories and on twitter at at africa's underscore untold s yes and all right so um i guess that's that till next time peace Peace.